Manic Driver in Peterborough, and we're here with Sean and Anthony. Guys, thanks for meeting with The Antidote. Thank you. Hey. Yeah. Well, Manic Drive is currently on tour in Canada, but that's a pretty rare thing for your band as you spend much of your time in the States. Is there a difference between American and Canadian audiences? You know what? As far as audiences, uh, I would say they're, they're pretty equivalent. Um, as far as, as people, it's always good to be home and meeting some, some people you've seen over the years. We met you probably several years ago and, and seeing uh, faces that we recognize that, that have seen us since uh, we were almost back at you know, One Cross days when we were doing this as, as kids. So it's cool to go back and see that. And, and also it's just cool to, to grow with some of these people and friends and people in the industry over the, the years and see them again. Well, talking about growing, when did you guys start as a band? Were you like seven years old? (laughs) Technically, yes. We started the family band thing at a very young age. Uh, I think I was about like eight or nine years old when I was in a family band. Like, it wasn't anything serious. It wasn't like a career and stuff. But we were doing about 40 dates a year, you know, staying in school and doing that stuff. Um, When we were out of high school, when I was about 17 or 18, that's when we really pursued it as a full-time career and um, dropped everything we we had as far as jobs and uh, went out and uh, tried to make things happen. And here we are about uh, eight or ten years later. And, yeah, we're still going. Manic Drive has changed its sound over the years. You've progressed from the almost new metal of Reason for Motion to the light rock feel of your last album, Epic. But why the change? Uh, we want to stay current. We want to try something new. Um, back, you know, seven years ago, uh, new metal was kind of in the pop scene, you know? That, that's what everybody was listening to. Uh, nowadays, it's, it's gone more electronic and stuff, but we didn't want to lose, completely lose our rock roots. So we've, we've kind of merged the, the pop scene, electronic feel uh, with, with some of the edge that Manic Drive has always had. And also with the new member changes and, and stuff like that, it's always swayed. Um, so we just want to stay current, keep it new and fresh, and always try something new. Back in 2009, you were invited to tour with the legendary band Striper. I mean, how did that come about, and what kind of an experience was that? Well, we got the opportunity to open for them. Um, it, was, it was something that we weren't sure was going to work out. We didn't know how it was going to really work out. Um, but it turned out to be a lot of fun, and actually we, we gained the likes of a lot of Striper fans, which was, was pretty unique. And uh, we still get messages from, from people, especially at shows, coming up to us saying that they remember us from uh, the Striper shows that they went to. And uh, we had a blast. And uh, not to mention that to see Michael Sweet up there singing like crazy was, uh, was pretty epic. Here's something else I'm curious about. How did you guys ever get Kevin Max to come and do guest vocals on Blue? Uh, well, it was during a time frame where he he wasn't doing too much. Obviously, DC Talk wasn't around. He was doing some side project stuff. And our distribution company was distributing his, his new record. So um, we mentioned the idea of us being huge fans of him. And it was kind of like thrown out there. It's like, yeah, we'd love him to get on a track and sing with us. And they're like, well, we could probably make that happen. Uh, Kevin checked out the song, dug it, and he was like, yeah, let's do this. Um, so it was just by fluke and by chance that, that he was able to do it. And now he's with Audio Adrenaline and things like that. And we toured with them and got to meet up with them again. So it's, it was a really cool experience. So does that mean someday you're actually going to do it live? We actually joked around about it because we just did the Audio Tour back last spring. And... Uh, 
he actually brought it up about Blue and, and maybe singing on it live. It never, ever went down, uh, but it was talked about, which was, which was pretty funny. The standout tracks from your latest album, Epic, have been Halo and the relatively mellow Save a Life. But you also included a song called Positive Radio. So can radio be negative? I guess so. Is this going to radio right now? Let's, let's hope this stays positive. Um, positive radio is just another way of pretty much saying Christian radio. Um, a lot of stations call themselves like positive radio or, or things like that. That's kind of the accepted format. Or, mm-hmm. So we... Um, but we thought it sounded cool. And the, the whole song is just thanking um, Christian Radio for supporting us over the last like, decade of, of doing music. So we want to put, put it out there, make it fun. To follow up on the question about epicness, what would be the most epic thing you could ever hope for in your life? Michael, we're going to put you on the spot. Uh, let's start with a yacht, my own island. I will have a private jet named the Everglow. Followed by <laughs> most epic thing. Oh, gosh. I mean, I think already what we do regarding, you know, performing music and everything is already so epic because we're traveling all the time. We're constantly meeting new people, you know, and that in itself, in hearing their, their stories and where they're coming from in life, that is, that is epic, you know, I think maybe in a simple form. Well, it's true. And I've, I've seen your helicopter entrance at shows before. It's true. I was not kidding about the yacht either. That would not be a bad thing if you have one please call. <laughs> but first we have to name it the Everglow. Oh, the plane was the Everglow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your focus has always been aimed at a Christian audience, but has that Manic Drive ever given thought to being a crossover band and trying to target a bigger audience? Most definitely we love to branch out to a mainstream audience. I think that'd be really cool. We've always been open to that. Um, We've always primarily been focused in the Christian market, which has been great. Um, you know, people have been really super supportive for what we do in the church community. But most definitely, I think every artist would like to expand the horizon and see what else is out there for us. Yeah. And if you were ever going to do that, what would it take to make that happen? Mainstream record deal <laughs> and a tour with Katy Perry. And a yacht and, and a, a private yacht. jet called Everglow. <laughs> <laughs> a touring yacht. That's how we'd get to the every tour. show. Yeah. I think, in seriousness, like it just like we're not gonna force anything. It's just we're, we'll let it happen. If if our music starts reaching out to, you know, the mainstream world or other people that aren't Christians, I think that's our goal, essentially. So if it happens, it happens. We're not gonna force anything. So well, I'm gonna force it. I'm, I'm just wait, wait, scratch that. We're gonna force it. We're gonna force <laughs> it. Yeah. Why don't you just buy a record label? Wouldn't that be easier? Who's, how much money you got, Sean? You want to buy out a record label? We probably could nowadays. It's getting pretty cheap, isn't it? <laughs> no, I didn't hear about you signing to a new label. So what's that all about? We signed to a new label. <laughs> it's called Impop. We signed to, uh, to Impop down based out of Nashville. They have bands uh, such as Stellar Cart and Trisha Brock. Yeah, Impop was, was known to be a Newsboys record label, and Newsboys were, were signed to it for years. Uh, their last record wasn't, but everything up to their, leading up to their last record was released through Impop. And since they're now, uh, they're not Newsboys anymore, they're Newsmen, and uh, so, they, so they, ha- they signed us. Medic Drive has been pretty consistent about bringing out an album every two years, but now it's been three years. So any plans for 2014? 
Yes, actually through our new record deal, Impop Records, we are hoping to have a new project released by spring 2014. So we don't have a set date. Things got delayed because of the political changes and it, it took a while. It took like at least half a year for, for the contracts and things to, to settle and stuff. So everything was put on hold. No um, one cares about the backstory or drama. It's kind of interesting. It's like, um, so we're excited to release some new stuff shortly. Do I get a yacht still? I'll give you a yacht. Hmm. Why don't you just go for an island too? You should have done that for the contract. I'm shooting for the stars, man. I'm shooting for the stars. Don't shoot the stars. The you light. can't get to the stars with a yacht. You oh, need a rocket ship. Then I need one of those too. Let's put that on the list. A rocket ship. Another really, really important question. You're called Manic Drive. How manic is Manic Drive? Six out of ten. Six out of ten. And we're pretty conservative guys. We drive quite quite safely. I mean, we look both ways before we drive. And before crossroads, we, we pay attention to traffic. Um, we eat our vegetables. We go to bed at a decent hour. No, and we don't. No, we don't. How manic are we? Um, sure. <laughs> the answer is yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how to answer that. I mean, sure, we're kind of, we're, obviously we're goofy guys, as you can tell by this interview, if you've wasted your time listening to this. But, um, you know, obviously we're, we're very, we're goofy in that sense. But, um, yeah, I mean, our music more or less is probably more manic, manical than we are. I mean, we have a hard-driven kind of style of music that people identify us with. Um, I think that's sort of how the name even came about, to be manically driven through God and through faith, and then the music kind of element came following that. So that's where the name came from, Man Drive, yeah. Here, let's do an easier one. Craziest experience as a band, and you guys are crazy, so this might fit in with you. The most crazy show, um, I don't know if I want to call it crazy, but at least the most moving show we did was we played at uh, Fort Leonard Wood in Missouri for nearly 1,100 troops. And I found that to be a very exciting show because we had no idea what to expect within that experience. So we, we walked into this giant hall filled with these military personnel and it was at first a little intimidating, then it followed to be one of my favorite shows of all time. So if that would, if you would consider that a crazy show or a crazy yeah, experience, yeah. I, I would say so, yeah. The Antidote has been visiting with Manic Drive, which includes Sean, Michael, and Anthony. Guys, thanks for visiting. Hey, thanks for having us. Thanks. Thank you.